I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Under the guise of science. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was up all night writing that one. That was lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I figured we needed like a little, a little bit of extra sting in the beginning up front. Yeah. So people, so people know they're listening. Right. We mean business. Cat, like, yeah. Yeah. We're entertaining. <laughs> Capture them. Yeah. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like the bumpers between songs and like programming on radio. Right. Yeah. Like a jingle. Yeah. There's the words. Uh, episode two, we're doing it. We liked it so much the first time that uh, we're gonna try it again. We're gonna keep trying it. We're gonna do a little, yeah. little science of our own. And plus, experiments. It's, it's an hour to drink bourbon and talk to you. So, yeah, right. Another week of staring dreamily into each other's eyes for. A <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Fantastic. Uh, I didn't. I didn't hate the first episode which i just i prepare to hate everything that i do ever so right. when i don't it's like all right cool nice no i, I was pleasantly surprised too especially because like going through it, it i didn't know if it was like boring as shit or if we were <laughs> but it, it seemed yeah. like i don't know i was interested but i don't know if that's just because i already like i like you and me so <laughs> big fan of the hosts yeah big... <laughs> I've, been, I've, been, I've been following them both for a very long time now. Yes. <laughs> they have very storied yeah. careers in my <laughs> following you since high school me even longer <laughs> <laughs> um i will say this uh yep even though i know the note i'm nervous about bringing it up so i'm gonna look at it but uh <clears throat> I've I've thought this for a while when I'm ever speaking in my own voice and I might you might already be making fun of me about this behind my back but I feel like I have on the like the like voice like I feel like I have the tiniest little lisp. Hmm. I have and never noticed it. No. All right. It'll be funny if you can't ever unhear it again. No, I'm I'm more stuck on the when I'm speaking in my own voice. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a. I rarely do it, and b. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. I feel like when you're concentrating on like focusing on doing somebody else's voice, that it's I don't know. I don't now know I'm, what I'm trying to say there. But. Now I'm hearing it. it's like a little little snake. A little bit. A little yeah. Yeah. A little bit of that, and I don't know if it's. I, like making fun of like outbreak specifically but donald sutherland like yeah. he has a noticeable lisp in that movie like he always kind of does a little bit but the line where they have uh when the airplane is you went to the same high school as me you've definitely seen that movie at least three oh times yeah no year. i've seen outbreak okay, yeah. Good. yeah just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just making sure that's what i thought um but when the plane 
is when they put the helicopter in the path of the plane, so the plane can't drop the the bomb right. on um yeah, and that's uh, on, uh, with, a Cedar Creek, and that's when what's his face the uh, the he he's in the helicopter or whatever telling them to move. I can't remember his name. The main guy, uh, Dustin Hoffman, right? Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have the cure. We have the vaccine. Did they tell you that? Or you're just following goddamn word, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember lines. It's been a while, but, but did he uh, have like uh, veneers in his teeth or something like that? Because making the so I don't know. Because sometimes with certain like recording equipment, it can just sound extra. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But Donald Sutherland was speaking into the headset because he was in the he was in the plane that was coming at him. And he says, God damn it, that son of a bitch, he did that on purpose. And it's almost like like oh, Daffy wow. Duck thick, yeah. or at least I make it out to be. And <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know if uh I've just been making fun of him that uh I I was cursed by God, or more likely through repetition of just doing it a bunch. And Yeah, that's what I, always happens. You start I making, don't know how to turn it off. Like start using some words ironically just because it's Wow, that's ridiculous! Imagine me using that, and then next thing yeah. you know, you're going, "That's hot," and you're <laughs> <laughs> a white dude in your thirties. <laughs> <laughs> a kid at work says something to me that I agree with, and I go, "Wow!" Hashtag samesies because I don't <laughs> <laughs> right, no cap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forgot how much I like no cap and yeah. bussin. <laughs> bussin. I never, I never got bussin. as good at those as I should. Yeah, I think they're already, um, now that we know about them, they're probably already passed it by, right? Like, or are they still kind of, are, are we still like a little bit of a finger on the pulse? I don't know if we're in the uh, after years yet. Well, so, because we have the internet, we find out about shit quicker, but because shit gets found out quicker, does it then evolve quicker? Like, because like, some of it's like code. Probably. So, because you get like you get memes, and then you get like memes of memes to the point where a meme is so popular, and then they'll you know use it for something else in another way, or like yeah, meta memes, I guess. So it, I don't know. It's yeah, it's a whole different. I can't even imagine if I was a kid or you know a, a teenager at this point. Yeah, I. <laughs> it, no, they they speak terrible. different. They speak a different language to an extent, but I mean, I know we kind of did too. But I feel like to your point, it's like. Everybody gets the memo. It's not just something that is local to this area, or, you know. And even that, like, we grew up on one of the farthest east points of the United States, and they drizzle <laughs> instead of drink. <laughs> still, yeah. And grew up nowhere near Snoop, and we didn't even right. say it because of Snoop. We said it because somebody. We knew said that a lot, and then we started saying it too. <laughs> and now yeah, here yeah. we are, thirty years later, again making fun of something possibly ironically in the first place, and then you can't turn it off. Right. <laughs> oh, but like, getting back to the. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, oh. Okay. Fine. Uh, like that, I do. Uh, so Lauren would put her hands on her hips when she was thinking, or like making a somewhat serious face. So. I would just go up like a little higher, back out there, you know, hands in our bits. And then I caught myself like a couple of years into our relationship doing that. She wasn't in the room, and I was just thinking, and I was like, hands there, and it was like, shit. And 
did I make fun of her so much? And then it was like, was I doing it the whole time prior, even before I knew her? Um, and yeah, it didn't even you, occur to me. The Mandela effect there. Yeah, or Shyamalan, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> the twist. Yeah. yeah, that might be, but that's like muscle memory or creating new uh, neural pathways and stuff. Now your brain goes, oh, this is what we do. And it does it. <laughs> oh, this is what we do. We look like a, like a guy in his 40s looking at how good his yard work came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say the uh, the who the dude from Lethal Weapon. I don't remember, not Mel Gibson. Um, Donald Glover. Yes, Donald Glover. Have you heard right. him speak recently? Because I think all of his teeth now it's just like complete veneer across. Because it's like serious when he said like oh. every ass is like <laughs> slurred like that. Yeah. He, he it's sounds like terrible. He sounds like every. Every cartoon teenager with braces now. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, turds. <laughs> God damn it, Riggs. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wonderful. so every time you hear me lisp, everybody take a drink. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's a new thing to make funny about that we didn't have all this time, so good to all know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I try to keep it interesting for you. I can't just yeah. keep... Old shit gets old for a reason, you know? Yeah. Got to keep coming up with new ways. And also, I had to do the thing of, I'm going to bring it to everyone's attention, and hopefully that won't make it as bad. Right, yeah, <laughs> you get in front of it and own it and yeah, laugh at yourself first. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't even always work because sometimes you can call yourself out and then it's worse hellfire than you possibly could have imagined. Yeah, because you're not as clever. The places you never yeah. expected. <laughs> yeah, because you're just one dick. You're not ten dicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other fun shit is so a lot of my job, without getting into too much specifics of it is there is an element of IT to it, which is showing somebody how to use a device they don't know how to use yeah. and swear they know how to use the device, even though they asked you for help to tell you why the device is broken. And it's like, so there'll be certain like message screens that'll come up. Like there's only a handful and you'll always get a response like, well, that's not what it said last time. That last time it said this thing. And it's like, no, it didn't because they didn't program that fucking screen in. That screen right, doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> that has yeah. as much weight as you saying, I didn't knock that over. A ghost knocked it over. <laughs> like it, it, it's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite is it, it's, it's not letting me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just does based based on what you do. Like it, you're you're not pushing the right buttons, or you didn't like it, it's. No, read read the error message exactly what it says. Don't tell me it's not letting me, and I already click cancel. That doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Well, I'm already done now. It's like, well, if you don't tell me exactly what happened, I can't tell you exactly what you did wrong. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and then also, well, I never had this problem before. It's like, you don't plan on making a fucking mistake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe you were on your game yesterday. Yeah. 
Fucking Christ, man. Yeah. But yeah, people are fucking stupid. Yeah, very Inclu- much. Yeah, including us, which is why yeah. we've decided to have a science podcast. <laughs> the stupidest of the stupid. We're yeah, going to take right? smart stuff and make it real stupid. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Being dumb about smarties. Yeah, right. There's, it's got to be. It's our wheelhouse. It's got to be our wheelhouse, man. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Just smart enough to understand the words, but but not smart enough to actually do anything with them. Right. Just yeah. long enough to stay focused into making it about penises eventually, <laughs> and, then, and then that's it. Right. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? So, all right, yeah. So I figured we'll get right into it. Um, well, not really get right into it, but so after last week, we kind of talked a little bit about solar system stuff in general. So I thought maybe we'd take a step back and just kind of talk about how solar systems are made or how how stars and potential planets and stuff like that are, are made in the first place. And uh, I don't know. See what we can come up with. See if there's uh, if there's anything there. All right. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's give it a whirl. Okay. So, whirl. yeah, I mean, if if you go back far enough into the beginning of the universe, uh, shit's real crazy, and it would probably be a lot to talk about. So we're not going to do that. We're going to jump forward <laughs> a couple hundred billion years. So, like we were saying, I, I forgot when we were talking about it, but things slow down eventually like it starts off hot spinning fast and little by little things start to slow down and it got eventually to the point after the big bang and everything was hot and spinny it did slow down and got to the point where uh molecules could be created or or even in the first protons could be created so once you had protons that could be created sorry go ahead and I've, I remembered I have a pen so I could write this down, but okay. since, <laughs> since, I've, since I've officially interrupt you, <laughs> interrupted <No>. you, um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so until 100 million years, there weren't even protons. I think, it, I think it's a couple hundred million. I think for, for well, no, um, no, to your point, there, there were protons maybe, um, maybe less than... 380 jumps out. There's somewhere around 400,000 years after the Big Bang mm-hmm. is when it, inflation expanded enough to, well, I should say the universe cooled off enough that protons could capture electrons. Before then, it was kind of like a soup, like everything was kind of bouncing around. So protons did exist, but okay. there were no molecules yet. So the, that, that is a good point that uh, I, I kind of, I guess, uh, mush mouth my way through. But that's all right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so molecules were then created. uh, I guess this is, you know, like I said, 400,000 years or so after the Big Bang stuff cooled down. Mm. Protons could capture electrons. And like if you go by the periodic table of the elements, that tells you how much, how many protons are in each element and stuff like that. So early on, it was for the most part one proton, one electron. So just a ton of helium. No, 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 no. That's hydrogen. Sorry. See, making making smart stuff dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's just putting no, 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 no between two facts, and then yeah. the, sec- the second <laughs> one is slightly more right. <laughs> yeah, the first one was the bourbon. Second one. 
<laughs> but there was some helium, and I think there was a little bit of lithium, too. I think that's number three, because some stuff was able to combine. But for the most part, for a couple now, we're getting into you know, a couple hundred million years or so, it was really just a ton of hydrogen kind of floating around, um, clumping together. Gravity slowly kind of formed big gassy clouds and stuff like that. And slowly over time, little by little, as these clouds started to collapse, I'm sure eventually there was like runaway gravitation where there was enough that it started pulling all of it in. Things started spinning again, getting hot again, compressing down. And that's where most of the first early stars came from. Um, at this point, they were still, because they were mostly hydrogen, they burned hotter, they were different, you know, there's... There's a whole bunch of shit with the creation of stars that we're probably not going to talk about, mostly because it's it's like a lot of nuance, like, you know, this little thing, like when the stars form at a certain temperature, they have to be bigger in order for nuclear fusion to start because of the movement of the molecules and negative pressure. Like there's a lot of that that I'm kind of, again, mumbling through and, and don't fully understand. <laughs> so I'm kind of kind of keep it to the basics that eventually there was enough stuff for whatever reason, these early stars were huge. Like, you know, the dozens of times or, you know, hundreds of times the mass of the sun or I don't know, possibly even bigger than that. Just these big giant beasts that, that burned real quick. Now, just also like, uh, so when you like, would you say a hundred times or thousands of times more massive than the sun, like has more mass obviously, but like, overall size like also much bigger in size yeah. as well okay yep. yeah because it has to get to a point where like if there's enough stuff pressing down it there has to be enough force pressing down to where it gets hot enough to ignite and actually fusion to happen so i mean like it's it's amazingly dense like stars in general are, are incredibly dense just because there's that much stuff pressing down that it, it pushes them together and forces molecules to actually fuse. And that's, there's like, um, and you, we even know this from uh, wintertime, for example, I'm kind of skipping around, but heat and pressure actually have very similar outcomes. They, they kind of work the same. And like, we can see that because water, if it's in a bucket, under 32 degrees outside, it, it's going to freeze. You're going to get a bucket of ice. But if it's in a pipe, even outdoor pipes, it has to be much colder. Like you usually have to get into the lower 20s or teens for water in a pipe to actually freeze. And that's because of the pressure kind of functioning in a similar way to heat. So with enough oh, shit there okay. and enough pressure, that kind of does the same thing. The molecules get excited and there's enough action that they can fuse. And then, boom, once you have one, and we got nuclear reactions all over the place, and the star ignites, fusion begins, and it burns. Hot shit. Yeah. No pun intended, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I mean, the, the, the whole process is, it's really crazy. And then from there, like, because they are short-lived, they have their end of life, usually some kind of big supernova, I think it Anything over like uh, 250 times the mass of the sun, there's a supernova, and uh, it, 
there's another size. Well, actually, that might be the black hole size, whatever. There's a certain number where if it's bigger than that, when it dies, it becomes a black hole. The other one, it explodes, sends shit everywhere. You get in, like a neutron star left. We'll, we'll get into that later. But uh, And even some of the smaller ones, which didn't exist at that point, they kind of shed their envelope too. But the point is, so the sun or the, the, these giant stars do all this fusion, turning hydrogen into helium. Um, eventually they can get hot enough where they're, they're fusing even more. Some of the helium fuses into some more stuff and then they die and they explode. And that's how we get everything else other than the hydrogen and the trace amounts of helium and lithium that were around in the beginning from these star cooking furnaces, fusing all these elements and then exploding. And then, and that's what it's just, it's just picking up, um, picking up electrons because, the the electron number is what changes element into other element, and then from there protons get... too. Yeah, it's, it's Proto- actually oh. fusing protons together. In some cases, neutrons, but the protons and the electrons always have to balance because one's positive, and one's negative. So the the atomic number is the like that's what the periodic table is organized yeah. by. But that's so it's that's electrons and protons, like because they have to match. It, Always? Okay. Yeah, they'll be the same. Now, glad we're back on periodic table for a second. So, that's... The order is by the uh, proton and electrons. Uh, Is there any theories as to figuring out... You said hydrogen was first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly hydrogen. Can they figure out... Or have we figured out... um, (laughs) Uh, like the order that all the other elements showed up in is like, are they, is is it able to be inferred from the information? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what you're saying and, and yes, but I, I don't think it necessarily always follows like a nice progression where first this, then this, then this, there's probably some where in certain conditions, some things are created more commonly than others or something like that. But, um, yeah, more generally, I, I mean, yeah, like first I was like the first one to break, like the element barrier, like this guy broke the copper barrier or like, right. you know, <laughs> getting into the league of elements or whatever. Right. And, well, I, I know there was, uh, you know, as, as more elements were being discovered and stuff like that. And there were cases where some elements were like hypothesized. I, th- I think there was, I forget what number it was, but let's call it 27. I think it was around there where it, it's not a stable element. So you don't really see it a lot in nature, but then with particle, when me and you were uh, using our particle colliders, we discovered some of these elements <laughs> that, that show up <laughs> for very short lived periods of time and quickly decay into something else. That's more stable. <laughs> Last time me and you were using our particle colliders, I woke up with a headache on Sunday morning. All right. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. First one, I'm a little First rusty. Rodney. Yeah. yeah. First Rodney, though. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the floodgates are open. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Like, I yeah. guess the note I wrote myself, which I knew to ask the question I asked was, can you carbon date elements? Obviously, you can't because you can carbon date things that have carbon in them, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why it's called that. <laughs> but I think yeah, that, like it, that's 
they they use the the almighty cosmic microwave background. So that was so remember like with I don't want to go too far back because there's a whole bunch of shit that I'm not ready for. <laughs> but <laughs> th- there's a certain point where everything was soupy and everything like that and electrons kind of moved around freely and and because of that photons light actually couldn't get through. So it was like bouncing around and and the universe itself was kind of like most likely as far as that, you know, we weren't there or anything, but it was orangey and, and opaque. Like light didn't bounce through the way it does. Now it cooled down to the point where then protons captured electrons and it was like the light was free and it all went out, everything cleared up. And from that point in time, the light that escaped, we can still see that today. It's just been, you know, going so long and the universe has been stretched and everything like that. So it's not in the spectrum of visible light anymore. It's microwave. It's been, you know, photon length has been stretched out to the point where it's uh, microwaves, but you can pick that up with microwave detectors. You can actually pick it up on old antennas, like old on the roof antennas, the, the snow kind of, there's a small percentage of the snow, the interference that's coming through that is from the cosmic microwave background. But yes. Yeah, oh, so. you, you know what? I think I remember that's kind of in my head from several weeks of falling asleep to that Neil deGrasse Tyson book. Cool. All right. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. I kind of remember this thing now. It's like jogging a weird memory. Probably where I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, what the hell was I saying? Uh, yeah. For the books, record, microwaves. Mo- oh, unless it, unless it's a stupid joke. Probably not an original thought for me, <laughs> so. <laughs> but I'm good at parroting. Uh, let's see, microwaves, thoughts, things, mm. right before. Oh, so with the mic, so they can, we can see the temperatures of things and, and you know, trace back the wavelengths and kind of get an understanding of, of what was around then. And I mean, it's what the... the the amount of things that scientists use the the cosmic microwave background for is like mind blowing. The amount of different tools and you know um, the the math that they like they use that to tell if the uh, universe, like the curvature of the universe, or what it looks like the curvature of the universe. They they use that to kind of guess the age of the universe, like all other things that I don't even know about. But yeah, like. <sighs> That's that's an absolute. I'm I'm amazed I haven't had the nightmare yet of like having like explain like cosmic microwave background or whatever it is, and then be like, show your work underneath. <laughs> Fuck, man! No fucking way! That's insane. Yeah, just... I don't even I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, fucking math. But yeah, that, that's how they can Why tell. Why is there yeah, so no, much math in this shit? It's all math. It's, it's, it's all, only math. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's well, only the, the ever the, been. I should say it's half math because physics have, uh, there's theoretical physics and then there's experimental physics. So the half that uh, does all the theorizing, a lot of that is math or majority of that is math. Some of it is like almost bordering on philosophy to an extent. But then the experimental guys, those are the ones that get to, like, smash it into each other and, and all that fun stuff. So it's only half math and half breaking stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. 
there's a limpistic joke in there somewhere, but I can't uh, I can't <laughs> put it together. Not even gonna try. <laughs> no. <laughs> Guess uh, it's not just one of those days after all, huh? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. You're- oh yeah. 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 So back to back to the old stars there. So after the the big guys, they they made some heavier stuff. Uh, they blew up. They have clouds of all this heavier stuff that was created. Big clouds. They start again the same process of clumping together slowly. They probably now were a little bit quicker because of the other stars that were dying. I guess nearby or in the vicinity. The uh, you know, the supernova would probably have kick-started a lot of that clumping and, and spinning and all that. So uh, there, there's different phases of stars, um, one, two, and three. I think it's in reverse order also. Like those big early ones are the phase three ones, if I'm not mistaken. And then phase two, these are kind of these uh, middle-of-the-road guys that were made of some heavier stuff. Uh, a lot of them they they call metals. It's not necessarily what we would think of as metal, but anything that's you know with with a certain atomic number is considered a, a metal as far as these go. And, it was like Stuart coming over to Beavis and Butthead's house with the winger shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Technically metal, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but come on, winger. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Phase but, one, right? Oh, so phase yeah. two is the metals, right? Yeah. So the they they blow up. Same thing happens where they go through their life cycle, blow up. They're probably a little bit longer lived, and I think now it's getting to the point where you got some big clouds with some heavier stuff. Like the heavier stuff usually with the gravity sinks closer to the middle. So stars like out of the sun and some of the the uh, yellow main sequence stars they probably have more metals in the core but i think hydrogen still is most of the fusion that that is the vast majority of the fusion so i mean uh so the, like you got this big cloud of all this various stuff again clumping spinning as it spins it compresses and it kind of gets flat and you get the big wide flat arms that go out some of that shit on the outside starts to clump too. And again, the heavier stuff is closer to the middle. The lighter stuff is further out. And as those clump, those are what eventually become the planets and the moons and, and all of that. So that's why the inner planets are more rocky. It's more the heavier stuff in the middle and the gas giants are the big ones because that's where most... They, and they're actually still Jupiter and Saturn are mostly hydrogen and uh, some other lighter gases. And now, are they they have solid metal cores, though. Is there any solid to Jupiter, Saturn? We believe that there is some type of rocky type core, <laughs> <laughs> rocky, maybe icy. Jupiter and Saturn start to get crazy, though. There is so much pressure that uh, there is gas, hydrogen on the outside. As you start to go further down, hydrogen behaves more like a liquid. And it gets to the point where towards the core, there is metallic hydrogen. The, the molecules like arrange in such a way that you can't really, you still can't really step on it, but um, it conducts electricity and starts to behave more like a metal than, than a gas just because of the amount of pressure on it and stuff. But um, 
That's fucking crazy. Yeah, you you can't really. There's nothing on Jupiter that you can really walk on, and if you fell into it, you would, you know, be burned and torn to shreds way before you ever got to the rocky core. Like it would probably be fucking quick too. No, like isn't it just probably hot as hell? Like you probably like. Like you're like you're holding on to the fence in 1997 in Terminator 2, like yeah, just it, it totally like, just. Yeah, <laughs> as it flies off. Yeah. <laughs> Plus being crushed, so oh, right. on top of that, the yeah, the, the squished pressure oh, in your yeah. in your little spacesuit as you <laughs> cook and squeeze. It, it's it'd be like a pressure cooker. So yeah, it'd be uh, it'd be on the quicker side. All right. As, as your <laughs> yeah right as your. <laughs> As your spine is pushed out through your brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, before we get off this, I had to go back to the the note you sent over. (laughs) Uh, The the one line sounds like either uh, an autobiography or like a catchphrase from a shitty TV show. And that's why the Rocky planets are closer to the sun. Like, it just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like cut to a classroom and like, as the establishing shot of the, sh- of that scene. And yeah. It's just, that's just, the t- and that's why the, yeah, point into the fucking All right, yeah. Of me. <laughs> All right, thanks for that report, Billy. Why don't you take your seat? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <it. laughs> I was picturing the fucking the teacher doing it, but it's way funnier as the kid. <laughs> as the student. <laughs> it's like, is there still that yeah. like that slight inkling that there's a modicum of respect for the teacher? At some point, <laughs> but if it's another kid in the class, there was this fucking idiot, you know, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throwing shit at him. Yeah, boom! <laughs> <laughs> so he just slaps the paper out of his hand as he's yeah. walking back to his seat. <laughs> Don't ever say anything smart again, loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was school in the eighties. You got your ass kicked for doing well. That's why I had to learn how to pretend to be stupid. <laughs> well, not pretend, like not to pretend to be stupid because I am stupid, but like how to how to live stupid. I guess you, you got too far undercover. <laughs> yeah, they weren't able to go in and pull you back out. <laughs> right. I was like, no, guys, I don't like reading. Fuck this yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go set something on fire. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah. Also, if uh, if you'll notice that as we let more air into where the fire is, it actually grows more. And that's yeah. Like... <laughs> you kept getting no, found out. <laughs> yeah. Guys, why'd you put a blanket on it? A blanket's not going to burn. It's just going to smother it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, I mean, speaking of nerd stuff, let me just see where yeah. we are. I also have nerd uh, notes here. Oh, so yeah. So, as all that stuff was coming together, again, like we talked about, eventually, like most of the mass in the solar system is in the sun. Some 98% of all the mass in the entire solar system is in part of the sun itself. So again, there's that much stuff squished in 
boom, it goes, now, now it ignites. And when the star ignites, anything that's not already gravitationally bound, anything that hasn't already kind of formed its own ball in the orbit is just spewed out and goes, you know, sent flying out with the, the solar wind, I think, that's still in place. So there's those other belts like the Kuiper belt and further out the Oort cloud. Those are the various things that are still kind of loosely gravitationally bound to the sun, but weren't strong enough to, uh, to stay put, but everything else that was left, those are what eventually became the planets. Um, as the, the, I guess that was like four and a half billion, four and a half plus billion years ago. And the planets and the star and the sun kind of all formed at the same time, but like things have happened to, uh, the, the orbits over time. Jupiter, as far as we know, it seems like based on other models of other solar systems where we talked the, the old hot Jupiters on the, uh, <laughs> surround the other stars that we could see. It looks like they're hey, kind I'll of... I'll give you a hot Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> but officer, he called me a hot Jupiter. <laughs> All right, leave your car here. You can walk home. <laughs> you couldn't argue with you couldn't yeah. argue with that back in the 50s call somebody a hot jupiter you better better be prepared yeah, for them. to show you what for yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes so jupiter. it looked like it was moving in um it fucked up various other orbits you know uh it looks like Maybe there was some kind of uh, planet that was planet that was forming in Marsish region that may have become uh, the asteroid belt. Um, maybe Mars is a little bit smaller than it would have been because it's much smaller than uh, the Earth or Venus. So it's kind of like it seems like maybe something went wrong there. That's kind of debatable, but um, it does look like Saturn because of the the orbit like the way saturn orbits once for every two jupiter orbits they were kind of like synchronized almost and the formation of saturn and settling into that orbit pulled jupiter back out and is that's why saturn is my favorite planet just because it saved us and we would uh not be here if it didn't do that oh so saturn good. yeah so but nice. bad news is when it fucked up the other orbits including neptune and uranus they started going into that Kuiper belt and they started uh, dislodging a lot of the crap that was out there. So, I mean, this point in the universe, it's just very hectic with all things moving around. And there was a believed to be what's known as the late heavy bombardment. And that's just when all comets and other meteoroids from out there just crashed into the inner solar system and you know, beat up all the, the various planets in here. I thought that's how they referred to the now deceased actor heavy bombardment. <laughs> the, the late, <laughs> the late great heavy bombardment. <laughs> Mr. Bombardment himself. Is <laughs> survived by several smaller bombardments. <laughs> 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 uh, his son light bombardment <laughs> uh, uh, I don't 
more bombardments, otherwise I'd keep riffing. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think we squeezed all we're gonna squeeze out of that one though. It was, it was pretty good. It was, it was better than expected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the late heavy bombardment, it was better than it was expected to be. <laughs> uh, so yeah. what did that do? The late heavy bombardment. That was all the. Uh, there was all the shit getting pulled out of the uh, the, the Kuiper Belt. Yeah, just past um, Pluto. I mean, again, this is another various people debate various things, but it, it makes sense, and it looks like that may have been what happened. And I mean, we were just talking about how heavier elements get pulled towards the middle. So even in the formation of the planets, like the Earth, that's why we have an iron core, all of that sunk to the middle. It's kind of weird that we have so much water on the surface because oxygen is on the heavier side as well compared to you know some of the other elements. So if the late heavy bombardment was from all these things out in the Kuiper Belt that were pretty icy, after the formation of the Earth, if all of this icy stuff came in and was smashing into the Earth, that could be where all of our surface water came from. So... As far as uh, being bad for life four billion years ago, it may have uh, you know, paid dividends in the long run. All right. That's, that's, yeah. So it was just like just a bunch of tiny little ice balls just got pulled into Earth, and that's essentially where water came from? There may have been one that hit us that was the size of Mars, so it may not have been tiny. Oh, right. There may have been yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some big boys. But that... That one may have also already been forming on in the same orbit as Earth, and you know Earth just eventually caught up to it. Kind of, it's it's tough to say uh, where that came from, but it looks like that's what hit us and helped form the moon and stuff. But but it, they may have been small, and they may have been medium, and they may have been big. That uh, that video you sent, by the way, uh, of the the other planet slamming into the yeah. Earth. Or the the hypothetical video, obviously, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, computer but, simulation. Right. But yeah, those nuts. Like, like I mentioned when we were talking afterwards, that I was just picturing like Thanos pulling the moon down on Iron Man <laughs> in Infinity War, but it was way more terrifying. Even worse than that, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's fucking like massive, like so, so, so huge. Like the entire skyline is gone, and it's just this big, huge rock getting slammed into it. And also the, yeah. like, I think there was animation of like the actual like, like the blast just wrapping around the planet as well. Just like the the whole it was like, man, we just we just put this fire out. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it almost looked like it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but it wasn't really changing as far as how bright it was. But then all of a sudden, I guess at the point where it would have been entering the atmosphere, it lit up, and it was like. Oh damn! Yeah. yeah, it's it's not cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this now was so problem. cool until right now, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go back over there. You were better back there. Yeah, kind of an aside. I guess we we watched uh, Rogue One was on TV the other night, and we watched that. And that 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 scene is always where they're sitting at the beach, and then the Death Star pulls up on the horizon and it's kind of like when you see the moon in the day how it it's there but still a little bit 
like faded almost. Like it, it, I don't oh, know. I forgot about that. I I saw it in the movies when it came out, and I haven't watched it again since. Like I loved it. Oh, okay. But yeah, I kind of I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I, I feel like. I mean, I don't know, but in my mind, <laughs> that is what the view of, the, of a Death Star would look like from a planet. I think. So yeah, I don't like, feel it, like they, they got that right. Yeah, like it would take a more learned person to say that's no moon, that's a space station. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that looks like a. Mm -mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, where are we at? Uh, slamming into oh. Mars planet. Oh, so yeah. So that was early on. Things were crazy. Obviously, things settled down over time and eventually got into uh, kind of where we are. Um, but so just in, in general, though, going back to the sun um, and stars themselves. So as they burn and over time, they use up the hydrogen in the middle and becomes helium and there's uh, it starts to give off more energy. Over time, the sun has actually been getting brighter and hotter. So we've been around for four and a half million or billion years-ish, give or take. I think actually 4.6 to, to be uh, super nerdy about it. Now, this, but, um, this we is, is, the, is Earth or... Right, the scientists. Yeah, I just, I just use we indiscriminately. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we use we for everything. Yeah, right. This we is is the planet. Okay. Of, of Earth, yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in so many groups. <laughs> so yeah, the Earth has been here four and four point six billion years, um, and over that time, the Earth. Uh, the sun has been getting more powerful and brighter and stuff like that. So like, if you go back 2 billion years, the sun probably would be dimmer in the sky. It wouldn't be as, uh, as powerful, I guess, UV rays wise and stuff like that. It might've been a little bit cooler. Um, the atmosphere functions as a blanket though, and, and traps a lot of the heat, even from uh, a, a less powerful sun. But, um, over time, it's still getting hotter and brighter, and and uh, the fun part is eventually it's going to get to a point where it's so bright and so hot that it's going to be too hot for life on Earth. It'll get to the point where, like, oceans boil, and it's just, that's it. It's probably, I think we got a million-ish years or so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, oceans boiling. Let me make a note here that that is finally one for the Bible, that the yep. seas will boil. All right. Maybe, oh, they, yeah. Maybe not all they bullshit. Called it, but, <laughs> they called it, but they called it like way, way in advance. They're still like, all right, sit around. But by the time their predictions come true, and I was going to be here to see yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. What's the point of making a prediction if you can't say I told you so after it? Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> fucking bullshit wrong again assholes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did write a I did make a single hash mark as though I'm gonna keep track of things the bible gets right on this page for, <laughs> for however the hell long we keep doing this. okay they got one yeah alright fair enough yeah I'll hang it up cause it's, it's that's it that's the one Probably. There's your one. 
there's something in there about don't be a dick, but it gets lost with the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah, it's like Alex Jones gets things right every now and again too. But I mean, if you look at his overall body of work, <laughs> the, the old broken clock is right twice a yeah, day. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> a broken religious text is, is right at least <laughs> twice a once per podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see where are we at now. Oh. Where are we at now? Sun getting bigger. So there's going to be a point where. So uh, we we were saying that the star forming in the first place is all all the stuff collapsing through gravity. It gets to the point where it ignites and nuclear fusion happens, and that's actually the thing that keeps it from collapsing further. So there's this balance between the the force of of nuclear fusion forcing the star out and it actually shrinking or, or uh, collapsing, I guess. But it gets to the point where it runs out of hydrogen to fuse. So it starts to collapse even more. Um, there might be some other hydrogen stores in, like, the outer core or in the, what they call the envelope. I guess that's kind of the uh, you know, the rest of the star. As it condenses, that might reignite or maybe helium might actually get forced together and it'll start fusing some, some heavier stuff um, for whatever reason. There's this thing called the mirror principle, and this one I act I actively researched and was like, well, by researched I mean Googled this one. <laughs> I didn't go to a library or anything like that, but <laughs> I was looking around on Google, and uh, the the mirror principle, when the core shrinks, the envelope expands. There's not really a good explanation as to why, but it's something that happens. So that's where, if you've ever heard of a red giant, that's where that comes from. The core shrinks, and boom, the outside just expands. It balloons out. It it may get as big with with uh, our sun. It may get as big as the orbit of the Earth. So even if we figured out a way to get off the Earth and you know deal with the oceans boiling, we would have to now you know move our spaceship back a bit as this thing got bigger and then actually enveloped the uh, the Earth itself. So that that's kind of where where things start to end, or or for the solar system, it's already well over for the Earth itself. But now, is there sad. so sad, so so sad, yeah, <laughs> so sad, so 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 yeah. sad. Um, <laughs> uh, so how long is, does a red dwarf stay? A red. Right, red dwarf. That that was the the one. You That's just a said? giant. Oh, red giant. Okay. Red so, giant. So how yeah. how long? What is the life expectancy of a red dwarf? Uh, red giant. Red nowhere, giant. Keeps nowhere that. near. Yeah, that's okay. There are red dwarfs too. They form differently. Um, but the the uh, nowhere near as long as like one of the the main sequence stars. They burn hotter and faster, and there's just less stuff as uh, you know. Most of it's been burned up. Um, and and that'll happen. It'll get to the point where most of it is burned up. But so any anything that has any type of potential for light, like when I say anything, uh, like what's what's the moon of Saturn or Jupiter that is alleged, like the one that has water on its surface? Yeah, yeah, also yeah. that one. Um, 
That's it. Probably uh, won't maybe be Titan or yeah, either that or e- I know I- what you're talking about e- though. But yeah. oh, okay, yeah, 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 one of those, yeah. So it's uh, would the our son becoming a red giant then kind of move the hospitable zone back to as yes. far out as that? Or the, the... I don't know how far out it would move it, but yes, it would definitely move the Goldilocks zone back a bit. It, it might be that far. Maybe it's Jupiter's orbit. Maybe it's in a little closer. I, I don't know. But but even then, you'd definitely you'd probably yeah. need so many so many millions of years of shit evolving to kind of at least get to like basic multicellular, or which who's to say there aren't already? But right. Uh, but yeah, like to, you're not going to get another Earth. Sadly, no. no. I mean, uh, our best bet, if anything, is some kind of you know giant arc spaceship type thing. Just because, like you were saying, with evolution, even if we found another planet that was somehow surrounding a star that was similar to ours, um, there was an atmosphere, gravity, water that were all similar to ours. Even if we get there, now there's viruses that we didn't evolve with that you know we just all get and our, our organs spill out of our eyes or something like that. That's there's always always that possibility, but I mean, aside from that, there's different chemical makeups for the atmosphere, and you know, most of the other exoplanets that we find are, are different sizes, so the gravity would be different. It's it's unfortunate, but unless we find, you know, a, a Goldilocks, Goldilocks kind of like the um, Meta Goldilocks, we're kind of uh, bound to this planet or maybe to some kind of spacecraft. But even then, like, space just wants us dead. It's just all cosmic rays and, and stuff flying around, and, and it, it's not... We're evolved with a certain amount of gravity, so, like, if we're in a spaceship without that gravity, the way our bones are supposed to grow, it would probably, you know, be painful because they're used to... We're, our bodies are built to now grow against a certain amount of gravity pulling us down. Right. So without that, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, people have dreams of going to space or surviving on other, like, you know, the billionaires are going to go live on Mars. They're going to get cancer in three months, all of them. There's <laughs> no there's no hope on Mars. Now, are you like, speaking of once they get to Mars or some grander get rid of the billionaires conspiracy that they're all going to have cancer three months from right now? No, they'll get it on the trip there. Oh, okay. Just from the, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the radiation between the planets, like, they'll land and... <laughs> Well, that was a fun ride. Here's where we die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this. I guess this has kind of been a, a terminal-type podcast, but that's ultimately at, at the end of, like, unfortunately, it's not eternal. Eventually, everything, you know, there's only so much fuel. It's all going to run out at some point. But you and me, our great-grandkids, our great-great-great-grandkids, we'll, we'll all be long gone. We'll probably... Uh, wipe ourselves out as a species before we have to deal with boiled oceans. All right. Yeah. That's, that's a more, more real than I can do anything fun with. So, yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. So we can get into some of my favorite stuff is believe it or not, the death of a star. So at the end where it runs out of fuel, I think is, is the coolest shit. And it's, also super interesting and confusing so right. that's always fun too yeah so atoms in general if you were to picture an atom most people picture 
the nucleus being a little ball, and then you get the electrons whirling around the outside. Atoms are really mostly empty space. If you were to scale a, a proton up to be the size of a basketball, the nearest electron would be like two miles away. So that that that's the scale of shrink that down, and that's the size of things that we're talking about. So. Believe it or not, most of everything is nothing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's mostly a, so. There's a whole bunch of nothing filling these <laughs> these atoms. So scale that up to you get to the point now. The star runs out of fuel. It's not able to push back the gravitational collapse of of everything. You know, collapsing to the middle as nuclear fusion keeps it back. So. The core collapses or condenses everything on the outside, the envelope, the shell, all that, whatever it is, that all disperses. Now, so that's that's new gas full of new elements that can start forming new stars and, and things like that as time goes on. Depending on the size of the star, like for our sun, all that stuff will collapse and it'll condense to the point where those molecules that we talked about Actually, most of that space in between the electron and proton get condensed. It gets condensed to a point where electrons don't like to share the same space, so they push each other back, and that's the only thing stopping a gravitational collapse. That's called a white dwarf star. So those are, they, they burn a very long time. They're very slow, uh, low energy. Like they're, they're not nearly as powerful as the sun or hot as the sun or anything like that. Mm. But they're there. They stick around for a long time. And eventually they just burn and, and kind of like whimper out of existence. It's a slow death. But I always thought it was interesting that the, the amount of space there in, in between the molecules themselves gets squished because of all the stuff, because of all the gravity it's able to, to force, even though, you know, the electromagnetic force is keeping the positive uh, or, or the, um, the, 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 what's it called? It's trying to pull them together, but the electrons, the force of them push each other out. It's all, I don't know, kind of cool. Yeah. Like it's, <clears throat> it's big enough to hold like, or it's, it's a strong enough force to hold everything that's far apart, far apart kind of thing or at least like yeah. or that like hold shit together i don't know i don't really know exactly the metaphor I'm, I'm clamoring for right now but the uh it, yeah it's like nothing pushes it together no matter how big of a like how big an elephant is or a planet is until like yeah. something that strong happens that it can just mash everything in together right it's got to get to that point and then there's the next step and this one's the coolest one and the weirdest one too so if there's an even more stuff to overcome that electron repulsion or whatever the technical term for it is, it can actually force the electrons into the nucleus, right? So you basically, anything positive and negative, they come together and it cancels out and you just get neutrons. And it pushes all of this stuff together to the point that there's no space really between anything. And it's just like one big neutron. They, they call that a neutron star because that's pretty much all it's made up of. Incredibly dense. 
um, you know, a handful is weighs as much as Manhattan or, you know, one of those types, types of things where they <laughs> make some kind of ridiculous or a teaspoon, you know, yeah. there's always some stupid analogy that they say, <laughs> like you can scoop a handful of a neutron star and hold it. It's about, it's about even. It's about Manhattan. <laughs> it's about, I mean, Manhattan, you know, it, it's a little bit more cumbersome, you know, it's kind of an awkward hold, whereas the neutron star, you can hold in one spot. Yeah. Right. Manhattan, no, Manhattan's not heavy. It's just big. <laughs> <laughs> and who's weighing Manhattan also? <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, I guess math does it, but you could have... It has to like work on malaria or something, not way in Manhattan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste of talent. <laughs> but but anyway, so neutron stars are super dense, super big, and they're actually pretty cool because from time to time neutron stars, well binary stars in general happen. We can hop to that in a minute, but sometimes if you got two neutron stars that collide, those are like the supernovas that come from that are really big and they're also really heavy because all this heavy stuff. And it looks like that is where some of our much, like I, I think a star goes up to iron or maybe oxygen, like a standard um, sequence one star or whatever, as far as what it creates in its core before it explodes. But the neutron stars colliding, that's where we get some of the heavier stuff, including things like silver and gold and some of the uh, the more precious metals that exist on Earth. So, like, I don't know, like to have a, a this a ring on my finger that comes from at some point, you know, billions of years ago, two giant neutron stars smashing into each other and exploding and then forming this little dust cloud and everything kind of mixing together and then, you know, some... I don't know, somebody has to dig it out. I don't want to say anything awful, but some <laughs> some poor soul has to dig something out of a mine and, you know, all that. And, uh, crazy, the, the life cycle of uh, of gold in that regard. Yeah, and it's like, it's just around so much so much longer. Like, just being on the planet itself, even, like, the, the molecules of gold that make it here are like, like, Earth is a flash in the pan to them. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, they, they keep getting cooked and remade and all that. And, um, oh, and when those bigger stars die before they form a neutron star, the collapse from all that stuff as, as the core can no longer repel all the gravitational activity, the collapse, it rebounds out. And that's one type of supernova that actually, uh, you know, was one of the, the most violent things in the universe, you know, the, the, the collapse of supernova of a star. So that's, that's my favorite one. That's neat. Um, yeah. The, the next one is though, after a certain point, I forget what it is, 250 times the mass of the sun or something like that. When there's enough stuff that even that neutron repulsion, where now you have just these tightly packed neutrons, mm -hmm. if there's enough stuff that even that can't hold the gravity back, that's pretty much where space breaks. It all just collapses, condenses to a... We don't even know what the hell it is, and there's your black hole. Oh, so that's where shit. that comes from. So yeah. it, it's just there's so much shit so heavy that it just breaks a hole in the paper and busts through yeah. the side. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> as far as we can tell, because you, you, can't, you can't ever get 
because inf- information in general can only move at the sp- or moves at the speed of light. That's kind of the cosmic space limit. Nothing can move through space faster than light, as far as we know. So even if you were to go into a black hole with a walkie-talkie and you know talk to me through the other side, that signal might be moving at the speed of light, but that signal can never get past the event horizon out to my walkie-talkie. So you could never, you'd never be able to tell me what you're seeing or what's in there or anything like. So it's a one-way trip. Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's so hard to wrap your head around. No, that's yeah, it's mind melting. Yeah. Speaking of mind and, melty, not to wrap it up, but we're over an hour here, and we have an oh shit yeah we have an hour and we had an hour and four minutes and change left, and we're at an hour three and a half. So we got nice. Yeah, so we got a we got a minute to wrap it up here. So uh, definitely want to get to I'm binary stars. One. No, that's yes. <laughs> that's why we hit record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's for the babbles. Yeah. Uh, under the guise of science, uh, look us up on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, what's that other one? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 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 Yeah. Uh, guise of science. Uh, guys spelled G U I S E. Uh, under the guise of science. Any plugs? You playing anywhere this weekend? <laughs> uh, I just want to say fart barf is fun. Yeah. Darn tootin' they are. That's all I got. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'll be in my house if anyone wants to come by. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> cool shit. All righty. See you next time.